All right, everybody. Hey, welcome to Nerds Talk About the Boys, the show where we do exactly what the fuck you think we do. I'm Hitch. And I'm DP. We're here to talk about the boys, season two, episode five. We gotta go now. And uh, I'm excited to talk about this episode. Before we get into uh, all the stuff we want to talk about, all the crazy stuff, the extremely hilarious cartoon gore violence that we see every week on the boys, uh, DP, why don't you tell the good people where they can find us like we always want you to do? All right, Hitch, we are at NerdCyclopedia.com. That's where you can find all our links to our favorite um, social media outlets like um, Twitter, um, Facebook, um, YouTube, of course, which is what you're watching right now, and also Instagram, at NerdCyclopedia. Make sure that um, you guys are emailing us with your feedback. We love to get your feedback yeah. at nerds at nerdcyclopedia.com. Leave some comments down below, you know, you know, as we post this on Facebook, as we post this on, you know, YouTube and everything. We love the comments. We love responding to the, um, you know, the, the, the feedback we have for this show mm -hmm. because it is so wonderful. And also make sure that, um, like I said before, go to nerdcyclopedia.com and make sure that you're checking us out right there. Check us out. We have a lot of fun stuff. We talk about shows like The Boys, like The Mandalorian. We'll have season two of our The Mandalorian show, Bounty Hunter BS, coming out uh, shortly. We just confirmed cast is back. So all super right. exciting. Awesome. Uh, we're all glad about that. Uh, so we're excited to talk about that later. But today we're going to talk about The Boys. And this show is... You know, this is sort of our blue show, right? This is like the 10 p.m. <laughs> the 10 p.m. show. So, <laughs> so I think what's really nice about the boys is, and I'll and I'll we'll start it off here because so this is this was our action item. We we agreed on this. So let's talk about the Dawn of the Seven, the movie. And let's talk a little <laughs> bit about about the Dawn of the Seven because, in my opinion, uh, this movie is gonna stink. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think? You think? You. Th Think? Oh man! I mean, the, the the way they positioned and presented it, and the way the lines were just flowing, you know, the dialogue just flowing in this episode. As far as that particular, you know, scene and everything, it was just greatness. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that I really appreciate is that they really—it's a real love letter to getting stuck making a superhero movie. You know what I mean? From the guy who played the Green Hornet is what it is. You know, <laughs> this is this is so like it's a, it's an inside baseball. You talk about like. You told ironically, yes. Seth Rogen. Yes, who yes, actually yes. Is, yeah, he's actually a producer, executive producer on this exactly, series. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so the Green Hornet is just t taking the piss out of making a superhero movie. All the all the dialogue is very stilted. The plotting is very, very boring. You know, it's obvious that this is the culmination of some sort of Marvel universe that Vought has set up. Um, mm -hmm. But the weird thing in this universe is like, you know, nobody thinks that. You know, Mark Ruffalo is not going to turn into the Hulk and, and smash a bunch of stuff, right? Like nobody, <laughs> nobody here thinks that. But these guys have this weird, like it's almost like a pro wrestling style kayfabe. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's like if if pro wrestling were real, and I really should have been as afraid of The Rock <laughs> in 1999 right. as like The Rock told me I should have right. been. Right? It's exactly like that. Right. It's, it's bizarre super american phenomenon that's so interesting and i think the boys takes the piss out of that so well because look i mean before before the quarantine here before we had you know 2020 the year that the sun never rose on you know what i mean before this happened <laughs> we were inundated with superhero movies that were you know all somewhat formulaic and i, I think the marvel universe deserves a lot of credit yeah, I mean they 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 brought in like the formula and everything, and people um, or you know studios copied off mm -hmm. that. But yeah, you're right. It, before the um, um, before everything happened this year in the year 2020, we were inundated with superhero movies left yeah. and right. Now we're left with nothing. It's been a, you know, we didn't even get the Black Widow movie this year. We were supposed to get like we got you know if you like superhero yeah. movies, this is like a desert. <laughs> oh man, oh man. I mean, it's it's definitely it's definitely a change. You keep getting these. Um, movies push back and push back because the studios they have some of them already made, but they want to make the most money, you know, most amount of money possible. So they just keep pushing back, waiting for people to head into the theaters. People don't want to go to the theaters right now, but they so they keep pushing back. It's a wait and see, wait and see, push and pull, push and pull. But this, this, um, this, the way that the boys position the um the, the dawn of the seven, you know, sort of like a Zack Snyder um takeoff, you know, dawn dawn of justice. Right. You know, um, the way that, um, you know, the, the, the film looked, the film, you know, the, um, the dusty, the, the whole, 
uh, uh, destruction yeah. and everything that took place. And, you know, Maeve, and she's sitting there, you know, uh, reciting her dialogue. And, you know, they, they put Maeve's sexuality, like, front and center right um, right on the screen right there. Mm-hmm. You know, last episode, we got her, um, you know, um, Homelander revealing you know, that she was, you know, a lesbian everything, you know. Surprising so her. So now all that her, is. Out of yeah, her, surpri- out of her, yeah. like, on national television, no less, right? Wow, yeah, what, a, yeah. what a heinous, what a heinous thing to do. It, it's, it's, it's so bad. It's so, it's just so Homelander-ish. <laughs> and when you look at how Homelander and Vought are, are sort of treating Maeve, they are pandering so hard. They're just trying so hard to say, look, inclusion, look, inclusion, look, inclusion, without any sort of nod to any sort of character development. It's just sort of like, I met a lesbian. I'm a lesbian now, which I don't know that that's how that happens. I, I don't, I'm not, you know, I don't know that stuff. So, so it's kind of disingenuous in a way because you see like the behind the scenes on how they react, on how they want to capitalize, on how they want to actually market and you know take this and um, spin mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know, the spin, the the, the spin doctrine that's going on is just it's it's sickening in a way, and but it's just eye opening, incredible because you know this happens, you know, for real. You know, she um she's outed, mm-hmm. so after um, a little you know a little after you know the take happens and everything. You know, they bring her back and her girlfriend um, back um, and they're trying to um, they, they got like pitch. How about, how about the return of Mr. <laughs> I froze my dick off inside a superhero? Yeah. How about that guy? Oh, man. Obviously oh, has man. no yeah. dick, yeah. no dick at all. He's totally dickless. <laughs> and I think that's an important thing to, to remember because there's no way they would have introduced a dickless character if they didn't mean right. to say this guy's dickless. And, he's, and they're saying like, look, we're going to be formulaic. We're going to be very... You know, uh, this is my thing. I think Vought is Disney if Disney actually made the wonders they put on the screen, right? That's what Vought is. Right. If, they're, if they're real, if Disney's real thing wasn't necessarily making movies about, you know, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, but was really about guarding the galaxy, so to speak, right? Like if Walt Disney's, <laughs> if, Walt, if, if Disney was, in, instead of being run by as an entertainment company, if it was being run by, by Walt Disney's frozen head in a jar somewhere, then there's an evil cabal, right? That's That's what what I think of as Vaude, right? And, right? and it's so weird to see them like like taking these moments that I felt in the Marvel universe were earned, right? Like there were like there was mm-hmm. character depth to that scene in Endgame, for instance, where, yeah. where the women like shepherd the gauntlet, right? They take it away from Thanos. Yeah. And it, and it's a big move and it's a movement. Yeah. And it's a great it, 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 it really you're right. It, it really reminded me of that point too. I don't know if they they filmed this in conjunction with you know seeing like you know Avengers Endgame. I don't know how you but don't. you know I when mean, they um they ha- I mean obviously <laughs> like this, if you're gonna make this this show and you're making it for this society, Endgame is the movie now, right? It's the that's, culmination. That's, that's, it's like the the apex movie still. It's been a year, year and a half. Well, it's, and well, I mean, just as a side note, it's sort of funny how we got that as the last big blockbuster before you know everything has happened. But anyway. Um, but so so you get like um <laughs> so so you get like um the end scene of that particular um you know the movie scene about um girls getting on I mean girls girl, get it done girls get it done whatever like <laughs> but, but, but Homeland says girls get it on yeah he's a girl get it no <laughs> you know this but it's interesting His to see, is, to see is, it in, is crazy. inverted and pushed as a simulacrum of that, right? So what is what is false empowerment? What is the opposite of that earned moment, right? It's this right. bolted on, no like no organic piece of the story, just thunk. Here it is, right? Right. Right. So that's yeah. that's what makes it so hollow. And so the what Vaught's doing is they're they're layering on the entertainment to match reality, right? So they're creating right. a simulacrum of reality that is false mm-hmm. and, and hollow, exactly like this movie is a false and hollow version of the Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um Which is an it's, impressive it's funny which how, is an impressive construction. <laughs> which we should call okay, out. Yeah, 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 exactly. So you have like like the Justice League. Mm-hmm. So if Justice League was actually, you know, in this universe and everything, obviously it would be the seven. So you have this big corporation behind the seven. So the 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 ironic, funny, and hilarious, and sort of just um, you know crazy thing is that they're making movies of themselves. So they're already heroes saving the world and everything, but yet and still, you have a movie being made about them with them actually starring in it and playing the roles of themselves in the movie. How does that even? 
you know, where, where's the, the 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 propaganda? Like the the you have you have bought um product everywhere. We even get um uh, into another scene with um you know bu- you know Billy the Butcher. I mean Billy Butcher. Um, he's in the um after getting beat up you know in the in the nightclub and everything. You know he goes into like a um you know grocery store and we see bought fresh uh, fresh farms fresh or something like that. You know we see a bunch of um uh, different um um seven you know um standing yeah, what do you like call them standing at yeah 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 we see a bunch of those like yeah cardboard cutouts you know in like the in like a uh, uh, um like a CVS type you know store and everything but my my my, my thing was we see we're seeing vault product like everywhere yeah. you know and it's just amazing how their hands are so deep into like the american psyche as far as product placement mm-hmm. Within everything from even the beginning, like of last season, all the way up until what we're seeing right now, bought seven product is everywhere. Yep. It's it's ubiquitous, and bought as a corporation is enormous. It's probably bigger than any. It's, it's got to be like Wayne Enterprises or or Stark. You know what I mean? Or Stark Industries or something like that. Sort of comically so, so, big. So it's, 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 it's like asking you this question. What if the police, the police that, you know, we heard, we, we hold dear and protect, you know, for us to protect and serve. What if, what if they was actually made into celebrities and we, uh, some Disney corporation got behind them and started actually promoting and, um, you know, making action figures of, you know, um, uh, of different, you know, individual like sheriffs or, we, you know, commissioners or what have you. show last year and Watchmen <laughs> was great and it was really excellent, I, right? Really great show, and we saw yeah. what would happen if the police detectives started donning personas and began getting press and started oh, having secret man. identities. Point. So yeah. you know, yeah. it, it, in, in a weird, in a this is a weird sense, and I almost get you know, I almost want to address something about being like this time as as this time is that art imitates life, and it's hard sometimes to see what direction the the arrow points. You know what I mean? So we, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I hope that the people that actually eventually do dig this up for my eventual funeral uh know that it was a very <laughs> very confusing time and we never knew what was going on because there was a lot of chaff out there so uh let's oh. talk a little bit about um about the scene that sort of precipitates the downfall of homelander let's talk about homelander's okay. tarnishing in the eyes of the public remember season okay. one uh, yeah involves you know homelander being violent and committing murders including of the man i think the mayor of baltimore which i guess neither mm-hmm. of us are going to shed a lot of tears about the mayor of baltimore just kidding we don't never mm-hmm. that's a joke uh but <laughs> but from a standpoint of you know what they're willing to do to protect the 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 press about him doing all this evil like you know what i mean and mostly mostly right. homelander is evil is you know a wide variety of self-aggrandizement and laziness you know what i mean like a vast majority mm-hmm. of the things homelander does that are are literally evil are because he's too lazy to be bothered to not do something evil right uh right. So he flies into this this uh this is one of these super villains that they've pumped up full of uh full of v and he, he just kills this guy so easily and he just goes oh well and he kills him and kills a guy behind him <laughs> and then leaves and it's all on tape, right? right? And even his nonchalant, you know, whatever right. about it, uh, it, all of it's on tape. And so he starts cratering in the polls, and he doesn't find out about it till like the next day because he's just not like he doesn't even have a cell phone. Because why would he? Right? What does he need to get? He doesn't get yeah. any messages yeah. right away. <laughs> he wait. Right. right. <laughs> so did, did we see him with a cell phone later in like the episode too, or was that his cell phone? Know. You know. Well, he huh, well, he hooked okay. up. Well, the, this is the other thing that happened. So, so he is now debased in the eyes of America, and so he turns yeah. to Stormfront to manage and manicure his sort of online presence. And she has a troll farm of people right. that she can employ to push bullshit memes at him through, uh, to sort of push back against the pretty much extremely true and proven by video arc that he is a sort of a piece of shit. Uh, Right. This right. this is this is something that again, as art imitates life, sometimes people will deny that they're on tape when they're on tape. And <laughs> it's called and doubling here's the down. Thing, yeah. when, when you are a nihilist, when you have no principles whatsoever, if that's the way your life is governed, then the will to power is the will to power, and you do the things you have to do to stay in power. Now, Homelander 
is mm-hmm. a nihilist in that way because he only respects power. It's the only thing that even gets that's, him that's, off. That's, that's it. It's, it's, it's a classic pimp mm-hmm. move. When you have your hole and, and you have the one that you're, you know, trying to dominate and everything, and she catches you in the act with another female or whatever, you always deny, 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 deny. Even if she caught you right red-handed, you know, straight in the, you know, you say you didn't Shaggy do it. Has a whole, has a whole number one record about this from, from 15, <laughs> 20 years ago. It, it wasn't, wasn't me. me. So... So I want to talk about about who these characters are, Stormfront and Homelander, and what they're doing here. And I want to talk about because I think again, we're at Storm, Stormfront and Homelander, right? I want to talk about what they're up to, mm-hmm. and 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 I want to say it like this: not to talk about these things would be a disservice to the creators of this art. So I'm I'm mm-hmm. going to bring them up. Homelander, when you think about the timeline, like Homelander's probably about forty forty five, right? Something like that. I mean, I, I figure born around nineteen seventy five. That's my my me my guess, right? Just looking at how everybody, everybody right. else's birthdays. So this right. means the reason Homelander is Homelander is probably because he showed up in 2001 or 2002, right? Turn of the century. And they and they get put him in this patriotic garb. And and he's just this sort of like uncaring, I don't want to say even malevolence, but he's amoral. Like he's amoralistic, right? So mm-hmm. he, it's this jingoistic sort of America first foreign policy aggressive muscular foreign policy you need us to kill the super bad guys that are coming after you all over the world right this is homelander okay right so stormfront is obviously sort of a different kind of nihilist because we right. obviously and we get a scene here with a train where she's being you know sort of aggressively like micro aggressive toward him you know what i mean she's saying like oh, yeah. trash people and bullshit like that we know what she means we know right. what she means yeah so right. she's a different kind of Nazi, but she's still a Nazi. And these people were all created right. by Vought. So we know they were all reared right. by Nazis. Because you wouldn't give this super serum to someone who's not going to come out a Nazi. Why would yeah. you do that? <laughs> why, why, why would you Could you imagine that? if you just mess up, give the wrong kid the V, and all of a sudden uh, you've got, you know, Captain, you know, Captain uh, Sickle? And, and you know what I mean? You, you've got, you would ruin everything if Stalin all of a sudden got in control of a, of a superhuman, right? Because Stalin would use them appropriately. He would push down the cult of personality. He would have them doing the super agent stuff. You know what I mean? He wouldn't have them running around trying to get credit because Stalin wants the credit. All right. So what does this marriage mean? A sort of the old previous, like the old stump Naziistic, like, mm-hmm. like, like I mean, German Nazi partyistic imagery the the marriage of that with liberty who is obviously a, a metaphor and a symbol for for white southern racism i mean right i feel like this has to be it what is it? these things are all coming together and this unholy alliance has happened where this sort of jingoistic muscular militaristic external nationalism has mixed with this nihilistic winner take all underpinned by direct racism and also magneto style racism so both are at play here i think right what does it say that those two entities are having literal rog dog superhero floaty sex at the end of this episode (laughs) i mean jesus christ i mean it's graphic and it's probably the funniest sex scene on film since team of miracle world police in my opinion (laughs) <laughs> a very funny sex scene this whole thing i mean uh, the metaphors are right if you ever want to see a bunch of stock footage of like hot dogs you know what i mean coming off of a conveyor belt or a train going in a tunnel it's pretty much as you know this is just about as funny as that so check that out if you if you stopped watching early yeah but with, with stormfront she she recognizes the opportunity you know she's actually been recognized the opportunity with homelander so she fills him out, you know, in, a, in the first few episodes and everything and sees a, uh, a point where she can actually pounce, you know, literally you know, right in this episode. Um, and we see like the unholy union between them, you know, together. She recognizes like a um, uh, insecurity, a flaw within Homelander that she can actually, you know, manipulate and control. And because she's sort of like the brains behind the operation, she's sort of looking at Homelander as like the brawn. You know, the, the, the strength, you know, uh, and assembling everything is right there. She can't be where Homelander is. She can never be in his position because, number one, she's not a man. And number two, you know, um, Homelander is Homelander. Yeah. That's just, you know, who he is and everything. So let's let's try to win him over. Let's try to manipulate him. Let's try to, you know, you know, flirt with him and 
um, just get him you know, with, with his weakness and everything. And she exploits that. And, you know, hands are right now at the palm, in, a, in a palm of her hand. I mean, we know Homelander likes mommies. He's looking for a mom. I mean, this is obvious. I mean, it's shown everywhere where before they hooked up, he's looking for milk. He's going into Stillwell's breast milk reserve, which I guess is that's probably a good. He's looking for the validation. Exactly. And this is what this is what, um, you know, Stormfront recognizes and actually give it, you know, is giving it to him and everything. And I love the way I just mm-hmm. plays her, just plays her in like the, the, the sweet, sarcastic. You know, uh, it's, it's a, a combination of sweet, then sarcasm, and then, you know, coming in for the kill type of mode. And she does that great when nobody else can really control Homelander. She comes in to actually, you know, make that happen. It has a very sort of like like Caesar and Cleopatra almost vibe, you know, where, where there are yeah. two very formidable people that sort of have crashed into each other. And they have different sort of expertises, you know, like they have different sort of complementary uh, strengths. And and I think that that's that's a terrifying thing to think about, <laughs> because what happens when you have sex, VP? What ends up? What happens when you do that? I mean, naturally. Hey, you, you know, up, at some point, what do you end up with? I mean, what's the what's the first thing they tell you in sex ed? What is it? If you have sex, what will happen? I mean, apart from your 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 dick will fall off because that's what they taught us in West Virginia. Oh yeah, apart yeah, from all yeah, that, yeah, yeah, What's yeah. the other thing that could happen if you if you just start doing it? The 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 the, the, the woman can have a a child. Can have a child. And here is the thing, and this is this is this is what I've seen, and this is my my concern with the plot. All right, so Homelander mm-hmm. is Homelander because they gave we've we've been told he's Homelander because his mother was given a lot of uh, V. When he was in right. the in utero, right? All right. Mm-hmm. But we also know because Ryan exists that genetically you can pass your powers on, right? You can pass them on. Here's my here's my posit. All right. Well, fully established. Well, it's been inferred. It's been implied. Okay, You're right. Okay, it's not been okay. confirmed. They haven't. But we know Ryan has powers. We don't know that he wasn't injected with the V. You're okay, right. Okay. Okay. You're absolutely okay. right. They, but they've not told us, and I think they haven't the told us otherwise. The reason they're keeping it so secret is because of that. That's that. This is why I'm thinking okay. those things. So you're okay. absolutely correct. Okay. Could they just okay. be like, hey, hey, uh, Hitch, F you, man, fuck you, man. Just... <laughs> yes. <laughs> hashtag, 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 Hitch, Hitch, you yeah. know. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not, I'll leave the door open a little bit. I'm not going to, I'm not going to. All right. Uh, All right. But All right. I think that's the big secret here. So, look, so yeah. what is the end game? What, what did Cleopatra want from Caesar more than anything? And what, what did she get from Caesar that made her mm-hmm. so powerful? The answer is Caesarion, Caesar's oh, son. So here's the terrifying thing, and, and here's where, I'm, where I think they maybe are going with this. So we saw Ryan exhibit some of Homelander's powers, previous strength, you know, the Cyclops-style eyeball thing. Mm-hmm. Got those things. We know that Liberty, Liberty didn't have lightning sort of powers. Those weren't really on, on her, you know, her card, her character card. Right. <laughs> if we're playing Dungeons mm-hmm. and Dragons, right? Those weren't there. So where are those from? Right. Either right. either Stormfront is some enhanced version of Liberty or there's something else afoot. And my thing is, what if you can pass on your your powers to your progeny, but you could do that with more than one set of powers and they amplify? Oh, wow. Because so why, does it seem to me that they're positioning Stormfront as the second strongest member of the seven? You know what I mean? Like kind of yeah. like Wonder Woman. Yeah. And I don't mean yeah. that slot, right? Because, Number two. Because how, do, how do you talk to, how do you talk to Homelander? Homelander is like the alpha, like mm-hmm. the, um, um, you just don't mess with Homelander. Maeve is like terrified of her. Yeah. You know, all the members of the seven are just like, you know, Homelander, you know, bow up to the, they you know. They um, Yeah. Yeah. They see them do stuff and everything. They seem like the ramifications if you make this guy angry. Right. Stormfront comes in <laughs> and just talks to him any old type of way. Right. You know, she plays coy and sometimes back up, but she comes in and just, you know, yes, they are positioning her, you know, as like that, um, 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 the Cleopatra. So what do you do when you have, I mean, 
because once you break the news that you had that they can have kids and they do it's not such a big deal so so who this is what i think the end game is for stormfront it's just that's what she's after now i know that's an extremely misogynist thing to say that all she's after is the man's seed <laughs> obviously she has some other extremely racist political goals but but you're you're going by history there so all we could do is especially when we talk on these shows guys we're referencing history and sort of bringing them up in different scenarios and what they mean like you know with us today and also what they mean um and how they relate to the show yeah so so we're having we have a good time and i, and I think you know remember these writers and these authors they're they're these illusions are always intentional because they always they know more. They thought about these things a lot more than us because they got paid. Stuff, <laughs> you know, we do this stuff for free. So they, they they did it on the clock. Um, we didn't do that stuff. Making stuff up as they, as they go along. Yeah. Oh, I want to do. The, okay, I'm ready now. It's it's about we're about halfway through the show now, something like that. I want to talk about our our cartoon kill of the week. The and this was my. <laughs> This was my, oh, I, I like yelled like, oh shit. Like I got up and like had to walk around, and like pause and stuff after this. But Kamiko pulling that Armenian guy's face clean off his head. Oh man, oh, that was, God. that was hilarious. Is oh. that, is that a great, is that, is that a crazy way to, 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 to define that scene? It is Yo, yeah, 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 she, she, yeah, she, um, she, she put in some work on that scene right there. Frenchie would, Frenchie came in was like, oh, what the heck? <laughs> I mean, she lo- he looked like the Joker from, you know what I mean, with the face ripped off. Uh, I mean, yeah. Crazy stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And out of nowhere, really. But I love that this show sort of always, if someone's going to get mangled up and they're not a main character, they always sort of let us know, this person was a piece of shit anyway. You know what I mean? They never, like, you know, take you where you're going to be like, oh, these poor people in a social club. You know, hey, oh. they, they, the guy, the guy before them, before Camigo came in, was talking about he was, t- he was talking about Hamilton. He was downgrading Hamilton. Yeah, you know, of course he had to go. I mean, that was like your first clue right there. I mean, was you was, know, about- <laughs> was race an important component in the in the life of a, of a youth in Saint Nevis? I mean, of course, Ron Chernow in Hamilton says that you know you couldn't live in that society without profiting from the slave trade as a white person because of how rife it was. So obviously, we understand race is a big important part of the enlightenment world in the world of the 18th century. We don't need to be told by this show. Anyway, <laughs> sorry guys. I, so anyway, keep your eyes peeled for that project. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Coming up soon. Shameless plug. That's right. All right. Hey, this Here's is the only come. channel we get to do that on. We don't have, it's not like I, I'm going to go home and not talk about it on my, you know, my TV show on KDK, right? It's not going to be the case. Um, oh, big question. Yeah. Okay. Before you get into that, yeah. what was Marvin watching on his laptop? Do we, do we, do we have an idea what that was? It was like that'll be something. What show? It was like some. Um, what type of show? What show was that? It was like a. Uh... It looked like a. Uh, it looked like some sort of soap opera. I mean, if you guys like, you know, know what it was, they definitely leave it in the comments and everything. But he's um, usually, this, like, if fake world where he still has his family together, and obviously he doesn't. He's not dealing with the, the separation from his daughter and his woman. He's not dealing with it real great. Well, remember last season, you know, he was talking to his wife about not missing episodes of certain shows and everything, mm-hmm. you know. So maybe he's catching up on his last He's got time now that he's in hiding. Because, because, because the response he gave to um, <laughs> the response he gave to Huey, he was like, I'm watching Eat My Dick. Yeah. <laughs> you got to love M.M., man. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a funny dude. <laughs> I, I, I think Marvin is really funny. I like Marvin a lot. He, he's, you know, I thought he was really funny when he when he came up behind you and he said, "You got to get me." And he's holding that electrical wire. You know what I mean? The stretch wire is like. <laughs> I thought this was a great episode for the boys. So let's talk about the boys now. That's why we yeah we have this show. We talk about the villains because they're they're characters that are not you don't find them anywhere else. Right. So they're interesting to us. So we talk about them first. But now we're going to talk about the boys. This is the part we talk about the boys. So we talked about Kamiko going in, and now she's doing um, she's doing mm-hmm. uh, jobs. Basically, she's yeah. doing hits because she, you know, it's not like it's not like you or I having to do a hit and having to get amped up and, you know, <laughs> oh, maybe we'll die and you know what I mean. We gotta, you know, someone's got the left the gun and the uh, behind the toilet thing. Right. <laughs> We're gonna come out. Right. You know, we, it's not like that for her because she just walks in and kills everybody and leaves. So she makes like I don't know, like a hundred bucks or whatever a head. Fine with her. You know, it's like a couple hours of work. Goes home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what Kamiko's up to. Frenchie's sort of following, following her around. Right. Because he's lost because he doesn't have anything else. And then Huey gets a call from, from from Billy. And Billy has sort of gone, you know, has taken a physical beating to make up for his emotional beating that he took from, from Becky last week. Yeah. 
Right. Uh, which is an interesting, interesting sort of way to kind of put that, right? Uh, just wanting to be kicked and punched and. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a different team, so. side of um, um, Billy that we're we're seeing and everything, you know, um, during the first majority of the first season and even part of this, you know, season and everything. We 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 see Billy as like the um, the 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 rem, the um, the alpha of the group and everything. He's being like you know jokey and smart and you know coming in dominating. Like in the first, you know, the the, the first episode, he came in and said, you know, Daddy's home. Mm-hmm. You know, making sure that everyone knew that he was in charge. And we get that sly Billy, you know, great smile that he has whenever he he's about to to set up a good sly remark and everything. But since talking with Beck, I mean, you know, Becca, you know, since his um, bout with Becca and since she pretty much just put him to the side or, you know, chose let him know son, that, you, which is, yeah, chose her son over him. Yeah. He's heartbroken in a way. So he's in a depressive type state. He's going to Fresh Farms, you know, foods or whatever, bought, bought Fresh Farms, buying like teddy bears and stuff. You know, he's feeling a certain type of way. And he gives, um, you know, Huey a call yep. and talks about him being the um, canary, he, which is really interesting. Which is exactly what Marvin told him last week. And so as soon as, right. as, soon as Huey repeats right. that to Marvin, Marvin knows there's trouble. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the way I love the call back and the way they circle right, you know, back around. So we as an audience know what it means, but the character Huey yeah. is just now finding that out. Tell me what exactly does that mean? What he said. <laughs> Tell exactly what what he said. And we're led but to yeah, this, we're this seeing sort a, of like, a different side of Billy. And we're led to this pocket of Billy's life we didn't know about. We're led to his, yeah. his aunt Judy and his dog Terror the Bulldog. And you know from you know me because I have a I have a pit bull and I have a uh, Dalmatian. I have two dogs. They're big dogs. Uh, Love my cool. big dogs. So you know I was I was really feeling this. This sort of going <laughs> back home getting the pet you know this this long conversation i will say this there is no greater thing in the world to have with you if you need to have an existential conversation than a dog that is who you want to have on the other side of that line a hundred percent of the time because they just understand they look at you and they're like yeah man it is what it is. <laughs> they're like hey man i like to smell a poop I'm, I'm, what are you I'm, gonna I'm do with you. I'm with you all the way <laughs> can i can you can you can we go for a walk yeah so we're just uh, <laughs> you know walking. Uh, so I, you know, I, I was thinking about, you know, my dogs as we watched that. I really liked that a lot. I liked Aunt Judy a lot. I mean, I really, Aunt Judy, the drug yeah. dealer with the taffy room. This is just <laughs> so funny, so funny. And I want to. Oh, oh and, and, and Black Noir just hanging out on a rooftop, oh, no, on the rooftop, you know, hiding, and, just like, like just waiting. And 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 in a, a, a nice suburban neighborhood, not like in a dark. And this this is a funny thing about this show. It's not like you know they were in the like dark and dark in the night. You know, it's nighttime and, you know, you have Black Noir just hanging out in, in your shadows and stuff. Right. He's in the bright day of light <laughs> on the roof <laughs> where uh, Butcher could, you know, visually yeah. see that he's hanging out. Like there. They, they zoom in on him like it's like he's like he's watching someone through binoculars in a Wes Anderson movie. You know what I mean? Like he's in the bushes <laughs> in the Royal Tenenbaums and he's going to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's a what a great what a great scene this is where you have. You know this 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 monster. Who knows what's the deal? What the deal is with Black Noir at this point? I mean, I, just right. some sort of T eight hundred and an unkillable machine. And- I, I I I forget I forget that he has that um that sort of invulnerability like that because you know I think he displayed it a couple times last season, mm-hmm. but Black Noir doesn't really do so much. You know, so you sort of forget what 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 his actual powers and stuff are. You know, so, you know, we, we see a, a bit of that in this episode. I thought I really liked how they shot that um, that scene where Black Noir came in and they heard all the booms. You know what I mean? All the big loud explosions. <laughs> and then they all went upstairs and it was just like completely <laughs> like the whole house oh, was gutted man. and like man. totally destroyed. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then yeah. And then Noir just sort of like walks out <laughs> like just like, hey, guys, I'm here. You know, it's like. He, I love that they portray it as he's bored. <laughs> like he's just bored with it. He has to do this stuff. Um, and I like the. I really enjoyed the fight. I thought this was a good fight. Obvious overmatch, you know. And the boys acquitted themselves well. They always seem to have this weird, like, they always seem to have the, uh, like the uh, the upper hand on these guys. Like Butcher always seems to right. have an escape plan somehow, no matter what right. he has to burn, and he's willing to burn. Right. To burn back. Oh, he's burned up uh, a lot. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen to her now that you know Vought knows that Butcher knows about Ryan and her? I mean, as pictures and well, evidence she, and stuff. She, 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 she's still like the ace in the hole mm-hmm. because she, you know, she's Ryan's mom. Mm-hmm. You know, 
So that's really the only thing that's, you know, um, you know, controlling Ryan because he has like the powers and stuff. So she's she's still needed, you know, these guys, this generation of, of supers, you know, because you're you have to assume with the public knowledge that, you know, a compound V is being given to children. This mm-hmm. is going to any child that's like in five years, that's five and starts punching cars you know what i mean and starts lifting <laughs> you know you know lifting trees out of the ground and stuff they're gonna know that the parents shot them up with this this chemical after everybody knew about it it's gonna be after, totally different so after, how do you perpetuate right. how mm-hmm. do you continue producing the product that moves the money for vaught if you can't rely on jesus and god to distribute superheroes mostly to white people (laughs) what do you do what do you do to to maintain the status quo well you already have the population set up the way you want it all you have to do is you know the abrahamic thing right go forth and be fruitful and multiply and next thing you know i mean how many homelanders would it take to take over the world zero you need one half of a homelander to take care of everything right that's it one half, half a homelander and you got like three of them now maybe four who oh, knows how man. many homelanders yeah. you'll have by the end of this you know yeah. a lot of the a lot of shows um that have the superman mythos that are similar to that <laughs> like dragon ball z for instance has a lot of similarities to the superman mythos and in dragon ball z um goku's son gohan is actually the strongest person He's actually the strongest natural fighter. So makes you, it's interesting to see like, you know, is Homelander powerful because of the early state where this, this compound was introduced to him or is he powerful because of the amount he got? Because if it's from when he got it, you would think that the naturally conceived would have received this initially. And if you figure exponential cell growth, getting in from one would have a huge, a huge like impact than getting it after five trillion. You know what I mean? If you're talking about exponential right. curves, and since this is 2020, right. we all know about exponential growth curves this year. <laughs> Learned a lot this year about exponential growth. Uh, radical man, it's some cool stuff on this show. Yeah, it's 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 a um it's a funny thing too. If if you picked up to where um you know um Homelander um being what he is and everything, we now have like um um people on his on his side um trying to take him down and also we we started out with the boys we already knew the boys was trying to take down the seven and especially homelander with billy butcher um now we have um queen may mm-hmm. you know she because of her, the situation with um you know her girlfriend and everything um she wants to protect her mm-hmm. girlfriend so you know she comes out basically saying we got to take this motherfucker down you know what i'm saying so that's another person um, we got a train yep. Yep. <laughs> who is sort of like, you know, um, on a, on a turn because the seven is sort of booting him out, you know, mainly Homelander. You know, a train um, is, is like when, um, like Tom Brady playing for Tampa Bay or like, you know what I mean? Uh, He's like when, um, when Franklin Harris went and played for the Seahawks or when Joe Montana played for the Chiefs. you know what I'm saying? Like he's got right. the like you know what I mean. He's still he's he's still gonna play. Like he's gonna be like Marshawn yeah. Lynch. He's coming back. Like you know this isn't yeah. gonna keep. He just loves the game. He just loves the superheroing. You know what I mean? I think he'll be back. So I think he, I oh, think yeah. this is I love the like I, we were talking last week. I love the sports team angle in this. Right? Like you got to produce. Yeah. You got to be actually fast. Like what if I'm faster than anyone can perceive? Ah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You still want the fastest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he, and he's taking his drugs to so, you know to keep him like that and everything. But um. Is 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 the end game, or do we even want to call it like an end game of this show? Is to have as many characters against Homelander to where they're at some point teaming up, you know, um, um, you know, in in a, in a fight against this these 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 the uh, you know Homelander and possibly Storm Stormfront, who actually may end up being like a um you know companion to um to him. Um, it's an interesting thing. You got Starlight, you know, who's trying to take them down. Everybody's trying to take down the Seven and Homelander. Um, and it's an interesting thing to see these these threads sort of like, you know, uh, which was together sort of like, you know, bust out, um, sort of um, get us, you know, get get itself picked apart like that. Yeah, th- things are really Homelander's got the deck stacked against him here, and he and he also is unable to control himself. He had this, <laughs> this moment during this protest that the uh, the AOC analog. They just say it's just oh, AOC. Man. So she, yeah. so yeah. so the AOC protest against him 
he jumps down there and he has this this tense sort of confrontation where he just says a bunch of a bunch of like vapid bullshit and leaves. But we were treated to like what what Homelander wants to do, which right. reminded me of nothing else than being uh, twelve years old and having a ten year old little brother who was like one half my size. And it was just like, that's exactly what it was. Cause you know, we get in these, you know, we get in little fights cause we we're kids and then I'd be looking at him and I'd be like, what would happen if I really just lost it? <laughs> cause I've been holding myself back, you know, this whole time and everything. What if I just, just, you let know loose? what? Parents aren't around It'd be a long time before someone could stop me. I mean, if I really needed to get the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly like that. Cause you could, you know, you can. You just can't do right. it. So, yeah. so I was, I had my jaw was dropped. This show's great because until they came back and showed you the cheat, right? Until they, until they, they, they did the, the hat tip, the prestige of the, the little trick there. I believe, yeah. with every fiber of my being, that that was legit. And they were just like, you know what? We're just rocketing ahead in the plot. Five seasons. <laughs> this is just it. We're here. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, uh, well, you may have thought of it that way. I was like, this is too early for this to be happening like that because if it's if if oh. Homelander is all of a sudden just taking it out on these people, that's a really great leap in plot, mm -hmm. and you're just like really taking your chances on really throwing all your chips to the table, yep. and or, or is this show ready for that? I mean, you like a slow build, mm -hmm. but for for it to jump over the hump like that, I mean, at this point. I'm glad it was a, it, it 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 was a dream. It was definitely a cheap some tropes that you've seen before in yeah. plenty of other shows, you know. But uh, we're not ready to see that side of Homelander as of yet, yeah. I guess. Well, nobody's complaining that much. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's all right. You're allowed to cheat a little bit if you want to. If, if it's done for shock value, if you're gonna blow blow a a, uh, a a disrespectful soldier, and he was disrespectful, his middle finger off, <laughs> and then murder oh, a man. thousand people. In, right. And then not the congresswoman, which I thought was just, I, I was just like, is he going to do it? And he just didn't. <laughs> like, he's like, I don't have to kill her. Like, it just don't have to, I don't have to. Uh, man, this show has a way of, of sort of threading in the, mm -hmm. the cartoonish violence that would be the pure outcome of all of these, of all these things, you know? It, it, and, and if you punch, Good. if you punch someone with the force of 500 people, they would liquefy. And I think that this show is great because these people liquefy, you know what I mean? The real consequences of the actions happen. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you take it any, in any other way, um, as far as a cartoon is mine, it'd be very depressing, mm -hmm. but that's not the way this show is built on. I mean, it has this dark, dark sense of humor and everything, which I appreciate. Because, you know, you come to this show at the, the very least to be entertained, mm -hmm. you know, um, and, and it, you know, throws you some bones of, you know, definite retrospection. But um, the great thing about it is, you know, it also throws in like that, um, the pulpy, the um, the pulpy craziness <laughs> of the of, of the violence, of the cartoonish violence mm -hmm. and everything, you know, this show, and you can't, you can't take it all the way seriously. Like, oh, no, it never lets you get, all. it's never like Game of Thrones where we're going to be in like huddled in the basement of the pawn shop singing about, Oh, they'll all be dead by morning. You know, that's never going to happen on this show. Right. There's never right. going to be some, some extremely, you know, overwrought knighting ceremony. That's totally undercut by the deus ex machina resolution of the plot of wonderful. Anyway, sorry guys. Sorry guys. <laughs> Check out my blog on that. So, right. so where, what do you, what are you the most excited to see? Like what confrontation, are you the most excited to see get resolved here as we roll into the second half of this season? Well, um, I want to see more on Becca and um, um, Billy. Mm -hmm. You know, I, it, it, right now Billy's in a in a way where he has to come back to being Billy. You know, we want to see Billy be Billy. That's what makes that's that's the other end of you know Homelander is one thing, but the other end of what makes the show fun is Billy. And how he's um, and how he acts and interacts and does his thing and actually goes out and be a leader, you know, for the boys and everything. So I'm actually I'm, I'm kind of anxious to see how that part of Billy gets resolved and how, you know, um, you know, just seeing more Becca and everything. I'm interested to see Billy, like you're saying, reach out more to Huey and really naturally allow him more into the decision making process, because I think what we're seeing is a mirror between what Homelander's doing and what Billy's doing. Right. And Billy has enemies and enemies and they're powerful and they're 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 right. they're they're enemies that they're all over him. 
but he doesn't have Homelander's power. He he is stuck having to resolve these problems, but Homelander could just skate away right. from him. Right. Uh, I'm super interested to see how we resolve, you know, this mystery of who Liberty is. I think that's the mystery of this season because whether mm. whether there's some sort of de-ageification going on or some sort of project with the V that makes her younger or she's someone's daughter or clone. Or clone. Yep. I got that inference right there um, during the episode. So that's, that's a, definitely a possibility. Who's really, who is Adele really? There's a, I mean, there's so many great, great, um, there's a lot of really great mysteries sort of bound up in her character since she obviously isn't what she says. And obviously she's yeah. the, yeah. the, I don't know. You can pick which, which type of, uh, of, you know, unctuous Nazi you hate more, the the Uber, <laughs> the Uber Patriot or the skinhead. I don't care which you you choose. They're both quite unctuous in my opinion. Uh, but we're finding out that, you know, it turns out if you're the seven, you don't have to choose between which type of racist Nazi piece of shit to be. <laughs> you can be both at the same time. And that's, right. what's, that's what's so magical about being a racist Nazi piece of shit, I guess, right? That's what's so great. Yeah, you're, you're a celebrity, so yeah. you can put on a face on one end, and then behind the scenes, you're a whole nother person. Mm. You know, Starlight, you know, um, she's talking about how she 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 admires, like, um, Stormfront and everything, and how she, you know, was uh, relating to her, like, in the beginning of the episode. By the time she gets to, um, you know, um, her talking with her mom and everything, she's seeing sort of, like, a different side of Stormfront in a way. And then, yeah, very manipulative. <laughs> and then when she um, gets and starts trying to find different things on Stormfront in her trailer and stuff, um, we we see that confrontation there. So that's another exciting confrontation that we're seeing with Stormfront and, um, you know, um, Starlight. Starlight and Stormfront. And we'll see that soon we're going to see. I, I think we're going to have to see what makes everyone so afraid of Mr. Edgar. Why are they so terrified of this guy? Because yeah, I mean they yeah, take orders yeah. from him like they're like it's nobody's business. And and Homelander's shtick seems to be like he wants to create a nobility of the supers, and he's the king. It's I mean that's that seems to be his end game here. Because I mean he wants to be loved, right? Yep. I mean he wants the yeah. points to go up. He wants people to appreciate what he's doing yep. in their name. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, otherwise he'd just kill everybody. And who knows? Maybe he will yeah. just kill all the adults and start over with kids at some point. You know, that'd be a, I'd get the job done for him probably in one generation. <laughs> and a lot of kids will die too. But, you know, as long as some survive and you know, there'll be enough extra. Hey, you know, uh, just enough to have him worship you, I guess. That's right. And remember, uh, Machia, what does Machiavelli tell us? What is it better to be? <laughs> it is better to be feared than loved because when you're feared, people don't fuck with you <laughs> and you can always rely on that love well, love is a fickle thing just ask well, just ask homelander i guess i mean goodness gracious yeah 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 they say love makes you weak and everything nobody i guess wants to be weak in that aspect and everything so that's why they choose the power hungry folks choose fear that's right know? fear is always an effective weapon phobos it's the ruler of the battlefield it's the thing they have to drill out at you when you're in basic training it's a very powerful <laughs> drug it's a, the villain of green lantern <laughs> <laughs> so also the color oh, yellow which man. is a very literal uh translation of that word all right so that i i'm i'm rounding it up what else we got you got anything else you want to talk about dp or you kind of I mean, you know the, the, it's, the episode ended off with great you know floaty sex mm -hmm. like you said i mean you know one of the funniest <laughs> definitely the funniest sex scene the, the shoot my tits thing is is Next level hilarious. Next level hilarious. And, and, and Storm is. and Stormfront is very sadomasochistic. Yep. We 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 learned this about her. You know, she she um loves the pleasure the pleasure and the pain of you know um Homelander just you know just pounding her. Well, what else could you make know, her literally. feel pain? I mean, when you think about right. it, I mean, if you were impervious to all harm until Homelander burns you, you don't feel anything. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. you're dead. On the inside, really, uh, when you think about Great. it from that perspective, I, I yeah. I'm super stoked to see what we got left. And yeah, three episodes, three episodes left three here. Ones. You know, so and then we're, we will we're be back like the on bend. our beat for the Mandalorian season two coming. Ooh, can't wait. The season starts October 30th. I know we're excited for that over here at Nerd Cyclopedia. We're gonna have mm -hmm. uh, our team back together. Ken and Tony both returning, which is a really awesome thing. We're super excited about that. 
Awesome, awesome. awesome. We may even review the recent trailer that just came out, so check for that maybe in the next few weeks. Yeah, keep your eyes um, you know, to get sort of like a preview of the season two that's coming up. Yeah, yeah. Check that out. We'll see. You know, all these. Check out the stuff about the Mandalorian's production. I'm sure I'll be geeking out about that this year. We'll have a little thing where I'll talk about the volume. You know, we're talking about <laughs> that stuff. Uh, you know. We we really enjoy having you having you here with us here on uh, on Nerds Talk about the boys and you know we really appreciate everyone sticking with Nerdcyclopedia, you know please subscribe and check us out on social media both on Twitter and on Instagram, and check us out individually on both Twitter and Instagram and for me check out my video game stream on Twitch where you'll see me beat Mega Man and other such games very quick. DP, you got anything else for our fans before we nod off here, before we check out? Hey, I got a book coming out. Oh, so, yes. Um, this is exciting. Be check, check, checking out my Kickstarter. I'll be doing that in about the next couple months here. So just giving you a little bit of a teaser right now. So we'll see how that goes. I've seen the first several pages of the uh, of the, the pencils and I think the inks. So I think the inks are done. I've seen uh-huh. the script for this thing. It is excellent. Check it out. Ah, Prescient, can't interesting, mind bending tale yeah. of time travel. I, I highly, uh, highly recommend checking out uh, DP's book. It's very, very good. I highly recommend it as well. Make sure that you follow yeah, me. Follow him and, and buy his stuff. <laughs> or else we'll give you the business. Just like if you don't give us a five star review. All right. All right, everybody. So that is going to be it for us today. We'll see you soon. We'll see you next week for episode six titled Lord Knows What. Uh, I am Hitch. And I'm DP. And we're the nerds. We talked about the boys. It's exactly what the fuck you thought. See you. Nerds Talk About the Boys is a production of Nerd Cyclopedia Transcontinental Podcast. Nerd Cyclopedia.